Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Friday Five, my weekly update from the wonderful world of well-being. And this week, as you may already know, I have switched off my social media channels. <gasps> oh my goodness, big intake of breath. Yes, I'm having a bit of a digital detox while I enjoy a break in Italy with my Italian side of the family, deep in the heart of the scorchingly hot region of Umbria. Well, while I've been here, I have been re-listening to a few of my favourite podcasts and picking out some highlights from the Liz Our Wellbeing show to share with you in my absence. And I have to say, I was really struck by this one that I recorded with the BBC broadcaster, Kirsty Lang, no less, talking about her personal experience as a breast cancer patient, especially when it came to her own journey with taking HRT. Do you know, it really is a brilliant listen and we pick up on it here just as I ask her about her treatment plan and what happened to her HRT when she went through her cancer treatment. Take a listen. While you were doing all of that, presumably your HRT is still in the bin. Yeah. Complete no-no. When, after you finished your chemo, did you then sort of think, right, I'm beginning to get my life back to normal, you're still on the... What's the one beginning with L? Letrozole. Letrozole. So you have zero oestrogen in your body. How did you feel on that? I felt awful because, of course, within, you know, a few weeks, I started to uh, have the original menopausal symptoms I'd had before HRT had come back, but this time they were turbocharged. So whereas I would get the occasional hot flush, maybe a few a day, I was getting one or two an hour. Um, dripping with sweat. I mean, I've had to change my entire wardrobe over the last three years. You know, I can't wear any synthetic materials. Um, I always have to wear layers of clothes. I would have to change my shirt regularly at the office because it was drenched in sweat. Um, How did you manage to work an, through it, that? It's really hard. And what, would, what about your sleep? Sleep absolutely terrible. My poor husband actually said he bought me one of those Dyson fans that goes yes. next to the next to the bed. I can recommend them actually, sort of blowing out cold air. But the thing is, I is I was getting these massive temperature swings. You know, it's like having a fever. So one moment you're really really hot, you know, and then you turn on the fan, and then you know because of all the sweat, you're shivering and freezing. 
Um, and can they give you anything for that? Because sometimes they'll prescribe antidepressants or something that that will help with the vasomotor so, symptoms. Um, I was prescribed um, uh, an antidepressant called venlaxifen, which I do know lots of women have had a big success with for those symptoms. I unfortunately was one of, I think, a relatively small minority of women who had very bad side effects of venlaxifen. Um, I felt nauseous. Mm. Um, I... Um, and it is important to persist for about two or three weeks to mm -hmm. see whether it works. But after two or three weeks, um, I I think, do you know what? I felt so ill and bombed out on it. I can't even remember whether it certainly wasn't <laughs> worth it. I, I, I think I, I remember thinking I'd rather have hot flushes than this. Than be numb in your mind. Yeah. Mm. Um, in the meantime, the letrosol, which literally hoovers up every ounce of estrogen in your body it literally it dries you up um was giving me the most terrible joint stiffness yeah so i was crawling out of bed in the morning like a little old lady with sort of my hands like claws oh, my Kirsty. feet hurting my knees hurting everything. you must have thought that the end of the world had come really you know I just, just think thought, am i going yeah. to live like this for the rest of my life yes did you try other things? Did you try acupuncture or herbs or supplements? What, what yep. did you turn to? Acupuncture does help a bit, definitely. There's no doubt that if you um, that you know coffee and alcohol are triggers. Mm. Um, but again, <laughs> I'm not sure I wanted. Uh, but I, you know, I did. Did it, you uh, give all that up? Did I did give to... up coffee and alcohol oh, for a bit, nightmare. and the, and the um, and the and the symptoms didn't go away. They were a bit better, but actually, I just thought, God, my life's a bit miserable now. Yeah, and it's not like I drink a whole lot of coffee. Um, I mean, I've you know, I I I, I sort of restrict myself to to one maximum two mm. coffees in the morning. That's it. Um, alcohol, alcohol. I do like my wine, but I have I have alcohol free days now every week, and I think that's quite important. Mm. Um, so I did try quite a lot of things, um, and um, none of them, to be honest have really worked what about things like the supplements could you take things like soya the isoflavone supplements or do they say there's no point because the reason that you take those is because it mimics a phytoestrogen so so don't even bother because exactly. it's going to get don't wiped even, out anyway yeah, so that's right and the point is that as long as i was on um uh letrosol mm. because it blocks all estrogen there was no point in taking no. anything like that anyway because so, it would have just zapped it so now moving on three years on HRT. Yeah. How did that happen? So my epiphany moment came when my breast surgeon, who I'd helped with the campaign to get um, um, interoperative radiotherapy treatment recognised, um, uh, uh, licensed on the NHS, invited me to a conference. Um, and this was in, in, aut in the autumn of last year, 2018. Um, and um, because I'm... You know, present radio programs people quite often ask me to chair events at conferences mm. and this was a conference of breast cancer experts at the royal society with lots of very eminent specialists um including um dr avram blooming um who's an american oncologist who has written a book called estrogen matters which i know you I often know mention. i mention it i think he's fab i've never met him but uh, i've had email correspondences wonderful with him. man and so um i'm you know introducing him at this conference and i sit there spellbound as this man st says he has breast cancer patients um on hrt including um his own daughter and his wife and his wife yes yes amazing 
Um, Absolutely amazing. So, um, so you must have been thinking, what on earth? Yes. Why so, has and how did that news go down to the whole body of medics in the room listening to this? Were there was there a gasp and massive intaking of breath? There wasn't actually. No, I mean, I yeah, not that I was aware of. Mm. Um, I mean, there so, wasn't a slow hand clap or anything. No, he was, you know, he was well received and seemed to be well received. Yeah, yeah. Um, clearly, somebody that um, you know that they they respected. Well, I mean, he's a professor. He's a he. I think did one of or he did the first lumpectomy operations on breast cancer over in California. He's very eminent. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. He's top, top, um, top dog. <laughs> and he was quite interesting actually because he made. Um, a, a, I think one of the questions was. Um, I mean, as you know, many many medical trials are funded by pharmaceutical companies. Um, and he is, uh, and, and you know, American doctors are particularly vulnerable in this situation. Mm. Um, and um, he is completely independent and has not. Yeah. Um, uh, no, he doesn't have any affiliations at no all. Affiliations I was talking to, just an aside to um, Professor Baum when he was here with me, and he is has become very friendly with Professor Blooming because they share the same views, particularly on HRT um, post breast cancer. And he went to stay with him in California. And he said he's amazing. He had, you know, if, if there was any doubt that this man's stature and, and how just how you know big a megastar he is over there, he has the most phenomenal house apparently on the top of a cliff and just outside Beverly Hills. I mean, you know, he's a serious dude and clearly very well respected and great that he doesn't, you know, he's not in the pay of the drug companies. Yeah. He doesn't need to be because his work is just sort of world. world so I then I, I sent, you know, I mm. immediately... So did you buttonhole I, him? I, I, well, I buttonholed him afterwards. <laughs> <did> you? <laughs> and, you know, poor thing. And he said, look, I, I, I can't give you... A, I, you know, I need to see yes. your records and yeah. so on. Um, but um, I can't see any reason why you shouldn't. But this is the critical thing that you need so, to know. Yes. I would have to stop letrozole because letrozole, there's no point in taking HRT with letrozole because letrozole blocks all hormones. So he said, what you need to do is you need to switch to tamoxifen, which is a similar drug. We don't know how tamoxifen works, yeah. but it doesn't block estrogen in your body. See, that's very interesting because people always say to me, or women always say to me, you're taking it, oh, well, I'm, I'm on tamoxifen to block the estrogen. But this is something I've learned, is that tamoxifen is not anti-estrogen. No, it's not. What we think or suspect is that um, tamoxifen works by blocking the receptors on the cancer cells so that the estrogen can't get to the cancer yeah. cells, acting as a sort of little barrier. But I, 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 you know, that, that's So in itself, it's not anti-estrogen. It's just blocking the way that the cancer thrives on, on estrogen. So... Now again, I, I, I should I should add that um, uh, this is all about one's capacity or propensity to take risks. Mm -hmm. I am fully aware um, that the evidence for somebody like me um, is is we don't we don't hundred percent know to what 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 my risk is as a former breast cancer patient taking hormones. It, you know, um, nobody can tell me. Yeah. Um, one way or another the evidence is not there to say that i'm increasing my risk neither is it there to tell me that i'm decreasing we just don't know mm. actually um but i think to just go back a little bit let's rewind that um 
what Avram Blooming's book talks about, which is so important, and now you've talked about this in your podcast, is where did this fear of HRT come from? And it came from this very big study in 2002 um, uh, uh, in the United States, um, which he argues was deeply flawed. Yeah. Um, and much of the, of the of the media reporting of it was 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 deeply flawed. And not only you know he and other medics, but many of its authors have publicly apologised for it, saying absolutely we got it wrong. We have ruined millions of women's lives. Yeah. So for me, that was that was pretty convincing. And then you know, as I say, when I'm a you know because I'm a journalist, everything's material. I thought, okay. Yes. I'll write about my desire to go back on HRT and I will use this journey to get mm -hmm. some expert opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. So I went back to my oncologist and said, well, yes. Um, what do you I, think? What do you think? And he said, well, I've got a small cohort of women on HRT because their quality of life post-breast cancer was so terrible that they, that I, uh, you know, on balance... I think they should go back. He said, but you don't seem to be suffering that much. Gosh, if only he knew. And, well, the thing is, I sort of, I think that's my fault because... You just gave this impression of coping with it. Everything's fine. Yeah, because I'm quite stoical. Yeah. And I sort of said, and he goes, well, I mean, you know, because we don't know, because the jury's out on this, we're not absolutely sure, you know... If you, you know, to be on the side of caution, he's a cautious man. That's why he wanted me to do chemo. Yeah, yeah he doesn't um, want to get sued. He doesn't want to get sued. Um, he said, you know, if you can stand it, I would put up with it. So I thought, okay. Um, and then I decided to go and see somebody um, who had also been at that conference with Avram Blooming, which was Dr. Louise Newsom, who, um, mm. uh, you know, I think is one of the, this country's leading uh, menopause experts, runs a fantastic clinic in Stratford upon Avon. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'm going to go and see her. Did you? Um, uh, because this woman had also given a talk at that conference at the Royal Society, and she mm. was very convincing. Um, and I relayed that conversation about how much are you suffering and can you bear mm. it? And um, um, and she's been through menopause herself, which really kind of helps. Yes. And she said, look, Kirsty, if you're having hot flushes at least once an hour, 24 hours a day, yeah. That's suffering in my yeah. book. Where is your quality of life? Where is your Where's, sleep? Yeah. Plus all the other things. You know, you're talking about your joint pains and your yeah. your hands and your you know memory and mood and oh my goodness. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So what did she put you on? So so you had to switch to tamoxifen, first of all. So that so, was the first step with the oncologist, yeah, was it? Yeah, so switch to tamoxifen. Was that an easy transition? Yeah, I immediately, my joint pain, look, all women are different. I respond mm. much better to tamoxifen um, than I did to letrozole. So is this a case, regardless of the HRT, should post-operative breast cancer patients be given tamoxifen as first choice rather than I the estrogen blockers? Well, I don't think you can say that because, I mean, letrozole has been incredibly effective in um, uh, in stopping cancer recurrence in postmenopausal women. I mean, this, you know, the, the trials are tamoxifen. very good. Yes, but I think letrozole had the edge. But there is now new research that says if you've done two years and I think I did exactly two years mm. I waited till I'd done Gosh, two years on letrozole um, at least two years and then switched to tamoxifen I'm probably getting the same benefit mm. um, uh, so, so do you think it would be something that you could take straight away I guess that's a discussion with the oncologist is whether you could go straight to tamoxifen yes that would be a discussion with the oncologist but since mm. all women are different I yes. would say it's worth trying, you know, so it was always an agreement with my oncologist that I would try letrozole first mm -hmm. um, and, um, uh, and you know, and, it, and then if the, if the side effects were, were awful, I would move to tamoxifen. Yeah. And I think lots, lots of women swap back and forth. I mean, some women mm -hmm. don't don't do well on tamoxifen. Right. Yeah. It's so individual, it's it? so individual. Um, so for me, that that was what that was what worked. So what did Louise prescribe for you? So what Louise prescribed for me is um, uh, estrogen gel, mm -hmm. um, which um, uh, and I started with just one squirt of the pump yep. a day. Yep. One pump. Um, uh, and uh, progesterone pills. So the utrogestone. Utrogestone. Now, yeah. this is to protect the lining of your womb. Yes. Now, I was a little bit worried about taking this, and so was my oncologist, about me taking this pill orally. Mm. He actually suggested that I have a merino coil. Yes. Um, I'd had coils before, and I'd not really, it wasn't a very enjoyable experience. So I kind mm. of thought, God, post-menopause, going back to a coil, that's the first thing. And secondly, according to Louise Newsom, the progesterone that they use in the merino coil is, is a kind of old style. It's a progestogen rather than a yeah. progesterone. Yeah. So what I do so, now yes. is I take my progesterone capsule, mm -hmm. um, and every other night I shove it up my you fanny. Shove it up. Excellent. And so you, you take one alternate nights. Alternate orally. nights. No, no, oh, no, I no, don't no. take so, it. So you I don't, don't take, take it orally, orally at, all. at all. So every other night, you just pop, in, pop one in. Pop it in. So like a little capsule, and you yeah. just you know pop it, it in. Doesn't pop out again. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
And that way I'm administering the progesterone um, locally. locally. And that How works for me. I should also yeah. say, actually, that before I, um, I went back onto full HRT, my oncologist had given me localised um, uh, HRT... Um, Oestrogen gel, Oestrogen, you have it? Uh, 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 that you apply vaginally. Yes, yeah, so you can get vaginal with, cream and testeries to, to, and things. To deal with you? vaginal dryness. Yeah. And there is yeah. literally no problem with that and breast no. cancer at all because it's such a small thing. Because I'd started to get... Um, well, it completely ruined my sex life, number yeah. one. Yeah. Number two, I'd started to get... Um, uh, urinary tract infections, yeah, which no. lots of women do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, Louise Newsom told me she says she has women in her surgery who can, who can't even wear trousers because no. they have such bad vaginal dryness. Can't, That's can't sit down. Think. Don't go for smear tests because yeah. it tears the skin. Have recurrent UTIs, constant cystitis because yeah. the whole pH of the vagina changes. So absolutely. So I think, you know, that's uh, hopefully there will be women listening, you know, who may be going through breast cancer or breast cancer treatment who, you know, are not going to go down the whole route of oral HRT, but can benefit from those localised oestrogen um, gels and pessaries and creams. And actually, just as a little point, coming back to your point about Mirena, although it does contain a progestogen, the dose is so microscopic because it's localised, it's in your uterus, so it's delivering it right there. It's the equivalent of one capsule a year. Wow. So, yes. you know, so that really puts it into perspective. Yes. So rather than taking one every day and it becoming systemic, yeah. you, you're just having... You're yeah, that, that, I'm sure, amount. look, so I mean, if I didn't... There are lots of options, aren't if there? If I wasn't basically. so... Wet, I, I've just had some unfortunate experiences with coils and I yeah. couldn't, you know, I, I had to have a local anaesthetic the last time I had one sure, in no. so I just, But you know, if you can put one in and that's so fine, I thought, then So this was my okay compromise, was to, was to put it yeah. <laughs> every other day, yeah. So what's your regime now? So how long have you been doing that for? Well, this it's a relatively new experiment for me. This it's, I'd say it's about... I've only been back on HRT for about five or six weeks. I feel much, really? much better. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I no, had no idea it was yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, it's really So recent. new. yeah. And you yeah. already feel, I mean, you look uh, 100%, I have to say, so... I feel so much better. Isn't I feel so much Are you it, sleeping? I'm sleeping so much better. I'm, um, it's just, oh, the sweating. I mean, I can't tell you. No, I mean, I'm still, I mean, I'm just just now I felt myself have a little flush, but mm. it was only a little flush. I couldn't not, tell at all. No, no, you know, whereas, I, I mean, I had, I had this awful moment last year um, where I chair quite a lot of conferences. I was chairing the... Europol conference of chief policemen in the in the Hague, right? That is, that is quite so, hardcore, isn't it? And in this, yeah, very hardcore, um, especially as a Brit at this point. But anyway, yes. Um, <laughs> and they, like a lot of conference rooms, they had they had these huge screens projecting all the speakers oh. around the world. And at one point, I glanced up and caught myself on screen introducing some chief police officer with a huge bead of sweat trickling oh, down my no. nose. It, is just... it was just so humiliating. The amount of times I haven't been able to... I, 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 caught, yes. I couldn't take off my jacket because I looked and I could see that there were wet patches all over my silk shirt from the sweat. All these things that we don't think about. So does it mean a whole new wardrobe now? Well, yes, I, I can and, now wear synthetic materials, save me a fortune <laughs> on silk shirts. <laughs> and are you still on the, the protocol of one pump? No, what happened was it wasn't doing much good than just one pump. It helped a bit. So this is the oestrogen, I, obviously. The oestrogen pump. About, yeah. So I've now, I'm on 
one pump. So what went back to Louise Newsom and she said, OK, why don't you up the dose to um, two pumps at night, one in the morning? Mm, so, so that's two at one. night, so perhaps getting yeah. a better night's sleep. Getting a better night's sleep. Yeah. And how has that been? That has that's made a huge difference. Really? Yeah, that's why I like the gel personally because you can adapt it. I mean, I know people have patches and they cut them in half or they stick two on or whatever to try and change the dosage. But it's just so. I mean, sometimes I have up to four actually when I yeah. feel that. Well, I'm I think not, you can. I well. think you can go up to five. As, uh, Ooh, three to five. Okay. Yeah. Is it three to five? I thought I, it was one to four. Okay. Yeah. I might be wrong. No, I might I'm, be wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with four, and sometimes I go down to a little bit less. When I had the patches, they would leave. You know, they, they'd leave those dark, sticky marks. You know, mm. when you've had a plaster <laughs> all over my thighs. <laughs> So I much prefer the gel for that. <laughs> and then what about the third in the sort of holy trinity, which is the testosterone? Have you discussed that with Well, her? I have discussed the testosterone and I am tempted to try testosterone as well um, because my energy levels are still relatively low. Um, mm. And um, there's quite a lot of evidence that it improves your your cognitive ability as yeah. well yeah, um, particularly. and and I think also just in the workplace it just makes you feel more confident yeah, yeah a little bit sharper <laughs> a little bit sharper a little bit clarity of mind mm. which is which is helpful so, so I'm thinking about that now so I so mm -hmm. so but it's very early days as it's you very say. early days yeah. so I see this as a three-month experiment that's mm -hmm. what I've, I kind of agreed with right. my um, with my surgeon and um, with Louise Newsom and my oncologist um, uh, that we're all kind of, you know, taking part in this experiment together. I'll, I'll, I will go for, I'll do for another mammogram and a scan and uh, the, I'll have a blood test which will take tumour markers mm -hmm. um, uh, by the end of June and by that time I will have done over three months. Do you get recalled for an annual mammogram now anyway? Is that something that will happen to you because of your medical uh, yes. history? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you, again, it sort of depends on what sort of cancer you've had and I so see. on. But um, uh, certainly for the first three years, they monitor you pretty carefully. Mm. I think as of next year, if I'm still clear, then it'll probably go uh, to I'll, I'll start having less appointments. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm checked every six months. Mm. So just to be clear, you were on HRT. You had an estrogen receptive, highly aggressive, invasive breast cancer. You've now gone back onto oestrogen, HRT. Mm. I know it does it, sound bonkers. It doesn't to me because I've I've spent yeah. a long time researching it. But I think to a lot of women and medics listening, there, there will be those intakes of breath around the country as they hear this. Yes, and uh, there will. But I, I, I think uh, that I have taken a rational, well-informed decision um, having spoken to you know, some of the world's leading mm. experts mm. on this subject. Well, I do hope that you enjoyed listening to that piece of archive chat just as much as I did. And I should say as a footnote that since recording that particular episode, I have covered the use of safe, natural, transdermal oestrogen gels and patches in much greater detail over the past year or more and discovered that higher levels of oestrogen gel are safe to use. Personally, I am now on five to six pumps of oestrogen 
estrogel every evening, which is what I personally need to get a good night's sleep. Now, you can listen to more on this in some of the many podcasts that I have recorded here with Dr. Louise Newson, aka the Menopause Doctor, as well as with Dr. Rebecca Lewis, who is also a brilliant menopause specialist. And she, in particular, has talked here specifically about the safety of using higher levels of transdermal estrogen gel for those who need it, depending, of course, on your own symptoms and how well our bodies absorb the gel. We are, of course, all individual and different when it comes to this. Just don't forget to ensure that you have Estragel if using the pump pack and not an over-labeled bottle of Estradose if you find your symptoms are returning. More on this issue, of course, is also on the Lizard Wellbeing website. Just search Estragel. Well, I can highly recommend listening to the full episode that I recorded with Kirsty Lang here because she also goes on to talk about radiotherapy options and also if breast cancer or any other kind of gynecological or potentially hormone-related cancers are of concern or interest to you, do please be sure to head to the menopausedoctor.co.uk website where there are some excellent evidence-based information booklets written by genuine independent experts and they are free to download. That's the menopausedoctor.co.uk. And the book that Kirsty mentioned earlier, by the way, is called Estrogen Matters. And it's written by the legendary breast cancer oncologist, Professor Avram Blooming. And you will find it online or from all good booksellers. And the two podcasts, in addition to Kirsty's, well worth a listen to, are where I've interviewed Professor Blooming's colleague, the equally eminent professor and breast cancer surgeon, Michael Baum, who not only was the lead on the tamoxifen trials, but he also ran the surgical team at the Royal Marsden as well as others. And he is also a passionate advocate of HRT. So those two podcasts could well be worth a listen or a share with anyone you know who might be currently affected. Those two in particular are recorded here with Michael Baum. Well, that is it from me for this week. I'm off to try and cool off in the shade as I continue to enjoy just a little more R&R. And I do hope that you are enjoying a bit of downtime, perhaps with friends and family too. Maybe catching up on a few podcasts on your travels or while simply switching off in the sunshine. Well, wherever you are, if you have a moment to click the five little stars to rate this podcast before you click off, that would be so very much appreciated, not only by me, but by my small and mighty podcast team. Thank you very much in advance. And until the next time we chat, have a really great week ahead. Go well. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.